Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Kingdom 101 Relationships. This is the Wednesday Night Bible Study for Astounding Love, a Global Church Fellowship. That would be us. Yay! I am Pastor Lundzine Lee, and it is my honor to be here with y'all tonight. We're going to have a different kind of Bible study, but every single one of them has its own uh, unique flavor. So tonight, I'm going to continue to talk about some of the things we've been talking about pertaining to the kingdom and the type of life that we live and also what we're going to do remember this is going to be something that is going to be taken up by the ministers uh next week i believe there's a whole group of folks that will have a round table and they will begin to just kind of converse on on things that they've learned or things that they're thinking and and all of that kind of stuff and then um i will be back uh the week after that i believe so tonight is kind of special um many of you know that we do these things every other week and whatever. But I've got two friends that were also members that are going to come in and join me tonight. And what we're going to do is we're going to just kind of have a discussion on some of the ways in which we live this kingdom message. And we're going to hear uh, spontaneous things. I might share with you some of what happened with us with our uh, Bible study uh, the afternoon morning Bible study that I, I got to be in today and some of the other stuff. But without further ado, here's Sochi and here's Crystal. And so I want to say good evening, my friends. And it's so good for you to join us. I, I'm grateful and thank you for, you know, even taking last minute timing and stuff like that. So hi. Hello. <laughs> I think I'm on mute. Oh, no, I'm not. Hello. Hello. <laughs> no, you're not on mute. Okay. Um, as we start opening up, um, Chris, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and open us in prayer. And then um, Sochi and I, we're going to pick up on a conversation we had this morning, which is how we got to uh, even coming in and deciding that you all were going to join us tonight. So, Crystal, have out. Okay. It. Yes. What an awesome God. What an awesome God we serve. Father, I thank you tonight. I thank you. I think, I mean, I, my heart is just overflowing with Thanksgiving and gratitude and just ah the awe of you lord <laughs> it is amazing how you walk through every step of life with us if we allow you to i thank you so much for tonight i thank you for being able to participate in tonight and i thank you for pl my pastor my friend my sister gosh lord i thank you for her heart and I thank you, Lord, for how you have blessed this ministry called Astounding Love. Man, we are so blessed to have her as our pastor, prophetic teacher, and just the anointing that's on her life and, and the friendship that she gives to each one of us. Lord, I thank you for tonight and all that you're going to pull out. I thank you for Soshi, for everyone that's going to be listening. I just know you have surprises in store, Lord, just to fill our hearts even with more, 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 more. Lord, I bless you and I thank you for tonight. And I pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hi, Amen. Carlita. And hi to Minister Frederick Johnson. Hello. So good for you to be with us tonight too. I love the fact, Crystal, that your prayer ended with the words more. Because that's actually what I put even in the intro was that we were going to talk about what to do in kingdom relationship when God wants more. And wants us to ask for more. And the more that we're talking about is not give me more cars or give me more this or more that. But it's actually expansion of territory that he takes more of the territory that is us and that is within. Um, Sochi and I, Sochi, we were talking about um, 
build business, how we build business and how we do the, um, the different things that we do, how we make changes in the structure and uh, the infrastructure even of businesses and how it was, it was like, wow, you know, you learned some lessons in where you used to charge a certain amount or you used to do things a certain way. After experiencing it over and over, you realize I'm, the structure is wrong and it's not going to be effective if I keep it in this way. So I'm going to have to dismantle the parts that God did not actually give me and I'm going to have to put in place the things that are from him. And as we were talking about that, and I was saying, you know, as y'all know from the Monday night program, um, I've been talking about the gift of, of love, giving, uh, learning how to receive love and giving love, um, that that's one of the gifts that I'm doing for not just my birthday, but for the rest of my life, honestly, but it started in the season. And as I was meditating about that this morning, I was praying for different people and seeing different things. And it's so funny because I actually haven't spent a whole lot of time today as of yet. It won't be until actually before I go to sleep where I was really able to quiet down and to listen to what the Lord is saying about my own life. It hasn't mm -hmm. been a day where I got a lot of... Um, well, it is a day where I've had a lot of, of words or blessings. I've had a lot of blessings released over me today. When I look over at my Facebook page, there's a lot of people that have blessed Pastor Lindsay, this, that, and the other. And it's like, wow, all I did was be born. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't have anything to do with the rest of it at all. But sometimes people are used to prophetic words, really receiving this and that. That's not been my day. But the blessings, it's like when you realize your life is filled with people that want to bless you or want you to be blessed, then it starts opening up our understanding. God wants more. Yeah. He wants more, not more of me, more of my time, because he wants all of that. But what he's wanting is the expansion. It's like we've come to a season where he's saying, now I want to expand you in your understanding, in, in your methodologies, in your beliefs. I want you to believe more. I want you to step up more. I want you to seek me more, you know, in the areas where you've been independent. That's some of the ways that I've heard it. Sochi, did you hear it any differently? Uh, no, but I just, there, there's one thing that, that you said that I was like, no. I just want to clarify. <laughs> you said all I did was being born. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You've done so much more because everyone's been born mm -hmm. and not everyone has the level of integrity that you have. Not everyone has the follow through the heart and everything mm -hmm. that you have, everything you continue to show and display toward yourself and toward others. Mm -hmm. And you, you're very transparent um, in you don't put up a front. You, you let us know, I'm struggling with this, or I had been struggling with this. I'm changing this. I realized that. You know, you're very honest and very open about who you are and what you're going through. So it's not like this pastor that has it all together, all figured out. But, but it's like you're real and you you let us know. So I just I won't go too much into it, but I, I just wanted to clarify that because I want to make sure that you give credit where credit is due and that um, you we, we get to love on you and we get to do so much because of what you do all yeah. the time. That's awesome. 
Okay. Yeah, That's exactly. what I <laughs> I was like, stop, hold on. <laughs> like, well, I was just bored. <laughs> but there's still more. Yeah. But wait, folks, there's more. There's a there, lot but, more. Yeah. Because, you know, one of the things I was looking at is um, I am, it's, it's doing more, more of what you can do to start to grow and to expand. It's like, I think y'all knew about four years ago, I guess now, maybe three years. I don't really know what it was. I, uh, about four years ago, Crystal and I started going to a gym and, um, oh and God. I kept going and I went for two years straight, you know, um, almost every day. It was like five days a week, Monday through Friday. I didn't bother with the Saturdays because I, 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 you know, Monday through Friday was basically my commitment. I didn't want to go every day, but I did it. And in the, but I didn't change my eating and then I changed my eating, but I wasn't doing the exercise. And so those things were like in separate entities. It's like, man, if they'd been married, uh, you know, what kind of offspring would, would have, you know, have come forth from that. And so now the transition is you're doing this and you're doing this, but I want you to pair the two, but the pairing of the two is not to get the results because what he said is, you don't do, you see, this is where you have to switch your mind. Because most people will go, well, I'm eating right and I'm exercising because I want to get to a certain size or I want to get a certain build or I want to do this or that or I want to attain this goal or I want to attain that goal. And he said, that's the, the issue any of us have in life is we're always doing goal setting. But the kingdom doesn't do that. Mm. The kingdom has the plan of the king. And in the kingdom, we simply do what he wants. And so all of this stuff to get a desired outcome is actually connected to the mixture of the world. It's not the kingdom. I'll give you my example. I started to see it because I'm, I'm really looking. It's like in the mornings, I'm looking quietly. I actually sit in this particular chair I'm in right now. And I'm just looking in the spirit to go, I want to understand this, or I want to understand that. And I get to hear the things that um, Holy Spirit is saying. And all of a sudden I saw, he said, you don't do anything to attain. That's like you saying that you're trying to make money. You don't do anything to make money. You create wealth. You don't do the things. You don't chase after money. You provide the flow for which it is. it comes to you. All right. Uh, budgets are part of that. And and I, all this different stuff. We actually talked about it, as you all know, on Monday night. So I'm not trying to get back over in there. But but he's like, you create the pathways of obedience to allow the blessings of the kingdom to flow. All of the things that are already assigned to you. And so we say, well, I'm trying to do things to maintain my health or to gain my health. It's like, no, what you're doing, actually, if you look at it from the past, if you look at it from the finished work, from the finished work, you're simply doing what you do to maintain your health. You're not doing anything to get it. Mm -hmm. It's already gotten. He already gave it to you. Am I making sense? Yeah. So exercise and eating right is not to get to a certain size. It's to maintain what you already are, even if you're not visibly that. If you're not visibly what you really are, you will be because you're living the lifestyle that you should. I remember reading years ago um, in one of these little health classes and things I took. It said that you eat at the weight that you want to be. 
you eat the calories for the weight that you are ready to be. And while you're not, you'll be there because you're eating at that rate. Mm -hmm. So the success has to get has to get out because you've already set the pace for where you are. And so it becomes that's why it's not you don't go on a diet, but you just start maintaining lifestyle. If you've been struggling with smoking, you don't live as a smoker. You live as one that doesn't smoke. Mm-hmm. And so the mindset starts to change. If you if you've been and I know people are already thinking this sounds too simple. Uh, uh, it is. It's the kingdom. It's not complicated at all. It's coming from the finished place of the finished work of victory. And so the more I've, I'm sensing that the Spirit of the Lord is saying, I want you to have more, is his. Be more of what you really are mm-hmm. and less less of what you're really not. So I'll give it to y'all to have something fun with it. And we got scriptures for it too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Romans 4 is one of them. But <laughs> go ahead, take it. Because I, I love, I'm just starting to discover this and I wanted to talk to y'all about it. Because I can see how we can do something with it in business too. Wow. Are you waiting for me, Soshi? Well, <laughs> yeah, over over the last um, I guess few days, it's like I I was listening to a lady that had a thirty five thousand dollar ring, diamond ring, wedding ring, mm-hmm. and um, that's that was what she had. That's what she was priding herself on. Until mm. the Lord told her to take her ring to the altar and leave it there. And she 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 was obedient, and she took off her ring, and and gave it gave it to the pastor, and went back, and she realized just how much she had idolized that ring because that's where she was getting her worth from, because of the situation in her life. Um, mom dedicated to raising her children didn't really see much. It was just this ring, so. You know, so I, so I was thinking about that and it's like, I was like, you know, it's like I, I, I was asking, it's like, do I do any of that? Is there, is there something in my life that I am so attached to that I'm not aware of? Well, she wasn't aware of it, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, and in asking that and I, I eat clay, right? And it's, I just really like the flavor of clay. And so when we had our sugar fast, I stopped, I stopped the clay also. And then we stopped the sugar fast and I went back to the clay. <laughs> and so, so I was like, so that, that, that's one of those things where it was like, why, why am I like on this clay thing, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm making it like a habit to go have clay to, to, to eat it more often than I used to. And so, so that, that I'm, I'm going to that to, to fulfill something. Mm-hmm. versus God. And, and, it's, and it's made me realize that it's like I'm, I'm doing that instead of just living and doing what I'm to do. It's like I, I'm finding that, I'm, that I have that. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting because that's not, that's not what I want. And in making God the center of my life and, and me being obedient, I'm finding that that's, that's an area that, that I am going to cut it. And I was going to throw it away. And I thought, no, I'm going to leave it in front of me and I'm not going to touch it. 
-hmm. because I want to get to that place where I could see it and smell it and look at it mm -hmm. and not want it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that re relates exactly, but to me, it seems like, like it does because it's that that expansion of like, I don't, I don't need it. And there's warning yeah. labels when you buy it. <laughs> it's not, it's not an edible clay. There's warning labels that it has lead and other stuff to it. <laughs> you know, so not, not to be eaten. It's not a snack, but, um, but yeah, but it, it, yeah. And, and letting God expand who he is in me. It's like coming to realize that there are things that I need to move out of the way. Mm -hmm. So giving him more. To give him more. Yeah, yeah, I know Chris is, is a little, she's got something going on, so she'll be back with us in a moment. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I like that. But you also said is that in this moment, what you're looking at is, I'm going to overcome this thing. I'm not going to be overcome by it. Yes. Um, it is uh, something where it's, it's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to address the things that are in front of me. And that's funny because Carlita's on and she can tell you, we had a Bible study this morning. I, I do a Wednesday morning Bible study and it's partially Zoom and partially people. So the computers actually sit, sitting on the table in my kitchen, you know, the big round table. Yeah. And yeah. so then we have uh, Minister Al, my brother, and we have Crystal who co typically comes over. And then it was Carlita joining in. And now Leslie is also a part of it. So there are four of us that are actually doing this Bible. Well, that's, I guess that's five, including me. But uh, um, doing this Bible study. And so this morning, uh, Crystal's been dealing with um, issues with her car today. And so she wasn't able to join us. And so it was the three of us. And I said, well, uh, most of the time I open up and have somebody else pray. But today it was different. It was like, I'm actually working on my birthday. Wow, this is a trip in a way. And I'm okay with that, you know. And I, I somebody had asked me, well, how are you going to spend it? I said, I really don't have any plans for it. It's um, you know, I, I, there's some things I want to do, but this is not the moment of my life when those things can be done. So I'm not, I'm not tripping off of it at all, but I felt like I want to do the Bible study. And at first I wasn't going to do this one. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to just take my birthday off, but it's like, no, I'm not actually, I'm going to celebrate the born from above life that I have. And so as we were talking and we prayed, we asked the same prayer I heard Crystal prayed part of it tonight. Surprise us with what you have for us, Holy Spirit, and gift us. And what he said to us, um, so one of the uh, the team, was, we have an assignment. And I gave this to us last week. So I'm kind of going to go into that and you inter inter interact with it, okay? Luke 1, 37, which is the scripture that says, with God, all things are possible. And this was an angel speaking to Mary, Gabriel speaking to Mary, telling her, you're going to give birth to the word. And there's some things that are going to be taking place. But I want you to understand that what I'm saying to you is with God, all things are possible. He did not talk about anything else. He just simply said, I want you really what he was releasing to her is Mary. What, what I've come to tell you makes no sense to your natural mind. And I want you to understand that coming with the I am the angel that was sent from God to tell you what he has to say. And I'm telling you that with God, all things are possible. And so what we did last week, and I, I think we talked about this in our Sunday meeting as well, was to look at, would you take that scripture and would you make that truth to you? Would you allow that word? Now, see, that's a more scripture. Would you mm -hmm. allow this word to dwell in you so richly 
that nothing can crowd it out or or take it away. And so somebody, one of the folks was talking about how they were experiencing challenges and that, you know, they were taking this word, but they were being challenged. They were being challenged. And I made a statement that at the time, you know, sometimes you say things and you think, well, don't be flippant, you know, with people. It's not, you're not trying to find some kind of little buzzy, jazzy thing. But it was like saying, why don't you challenge the challenge? And it was like, challenge the challenge. Yeah, challenge the challenger. And he gave us scripture. First Samuel chapter 17, I believe, is the account of David and Goliath. Because as one of the people was talking, I heard these words just rise up in me. And I got so excited because I was hearing David say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would think that he was going to defy the armies of God? And I heard covenant speaking and I heard the challenge to the challenger because Goliath for 40 days had been out there. You're nothing but this and that, you know, and all the things he was saying in the morning and at night when the first thing when they woke up and the last thing before they went to bed, they're hearing this big mammoth guy over almost 10 feet tall. And yet the word champ we found in that scripture means man. It's actually the same word, the same Hebrew word as you find in Genesis 1, let us make ish man in our own image and after our likeness. And so their champion was a man. And he kept saying, you come against me. You know, do you know who I am? This is who I, this is the man I am. And you serve that man. And they were pointing, he was pointing to their king. But see, that was a wrong identity because no, they, they would belong to the God of Israel, not the King of Israel. And so as we started opening that up, you could see where David got in the face and, and the scripture told, you, told us again that when Goliath, when he finally said, I'm going to do this thing and he took his weapons and they were saying, hey, he's been a warrior since he was a youth. You're just a youth. And David could have very, I'm a youth that's a warrior. I'm a youth that has killed a lion. I'm a youth that's killed a bear. And when you read the story, he said, when a lion or a bear would come and take one of my sheep, I would go after them. Think about this. This shepherd boy, this youth so-called, okay, going after a living lion, a a bear, not friendly uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, you know, it's not, it's nothing like that. And he was with a slingshot and a rod and whatever other things he had. And he's going after saying, not on my watch. You will not take my sheep. You won't take what belongs to me. I came back to get it and he would kill it and rescue what belonged to him. I mean, you know, to uh, and actually it wasn't even David's sheep. It was his father's sheep. And so we could see Jesus in the parallel because Jesus said, I came to take care of what belongs to my father. And we, he gave us Mark chapter five. I'm telling you, it flowed like water. And he gave it, he gave us Mark chapter five. And in Mark chapter five, it told us about Jesus stepping on the shore when the man that had the, that had the unclean spirits, the legion of unclean spirits came running toward him and Jesus did not back up. And so what we understood is you challenge the challenge. It comes at you, but you step up. You don't step back. And this is what I heard you saying. We have sickness or disease or lack or poverty or 
feelings of this and that. And yeah, feelings many times is the Goliath. It's the it's the challenge. And we don't back up from them. Well, you know, because they're not feeling well. No, no. Or I don't want to say this because my words will offend. I don't care if the words offend you. If I'm telling you the truth, you are offended because the demon that you walk with is offended. And you are given the power to be that. I mean, whoever you are, if that's what you want to do, it's what you do. But I'm not supposed to back down from telling you the truth. And that's actually in 1 Samuel when, when David was challenged by even his own brother Eliab. Like, who do you think you are? And who gave you the right to come in here and start saying the things that you're saying? And David turned his back to his brother and kept asking his questions. Because you see, what he heard, he heard from the ear of a covenant man saying, who is this? He only heard it one time. And Carlita brought up something powerful because she said, yeah, isn't it interesting? David brought it up, uh, heard it one time and shut it down. The rest of them let it play on for 40 days. 80 times they heard that. Plus, I guess they, when David was there, it must have been the 81st day. But David heard it one time and one was all it was going to take. No, you will not continue in this. You're not defying so much the king of Israel as the God of the king of Israel or the God that is over Israel. And I'm not going to let you get away with that because I've been sent for this specific reason. I'm going to step forward and I'm going to challenge the challenge. I'm going to, you know, the sickness tells you this is how you feel. So you tell the sickness what God said. The um, poverty tells you this is how you feel. But so you tell the poverty what wealth says, what the kingdom, the wealth of the kingdom has to say that the, I let the first wealth the greatest treasure I've got amongst the many things is the wealth of the word of the king of the kings and the Lord of lords. Because he said he even exalts his words above his name. I've got his word, this treasure in this vessel. I carry the living word himself. And it's time to let him have more say, more place, more ability, more expansion of who he is through us. This is where our art, artistry is, where our growth, where our business acumen or our ability to create wealth. And I could see it like a kaleidoscope of just all of these different things that are just moving into our lives. You know what I'm saying? But you yeah. cannot back down. You got to step up. And it, it's not a cute, cutesy remark. It, I challenge that challenge. I challenge that challenge. I challenge your right to, to lord it over me, uh, intimidation. I challenge your right. To, to allow this sickness or, this, or grief or, or um, all of the things that we have that come at us and tell us you, your God is not for you in this or, or this is whatever, you know, whatever the words happen to be, because each person hears something different. You're, you're not worth much. You didn't, your education is this and that. And the other. Uh, challenge it, challenge it. My, my education may not be uh, filter, whatever, passing anybody's test, but the spirit of wisdom on the inside of me came before your education, do you see? Um, and I have to realize this is what First John 4, 4 says. You are of God, little children, and the greater one is in you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Challenge it with that. Challenge the outside circumstances of the world, the fact that you feel broke because you're around a bunch of really uber wealthy people 
and you know, your credit cards are maxed out. And it's like, ah, that's my reality. It's like, know that your current circumstance is not your reality. The reality is, is that all things are yours to richly enjoy. The reality is, is that there are finances that have been assigned to me to pay those particular bills. And sometimes I've squandered it on something else, like, ooh, sale, you know, <laughs> I've gone someplace else. But I have this wonderful key called repentance. I can change the way I think about this. I can change the way I have acted about this. I First of all, I can get forgiveness for having been such a lame brain anyway. But better, even more so after the forgiveness, I have the right to change. I have the right to transform. And they're going, oh, you're going to change from from this to this. No, I'm, what I'm really going to do is let go of what I'm not and step into the fullness of who I am. See, this is what we're talking about. It's it's not, well, yeah, I used to be like this. No, I never was like that. Yeah. I was never like that. My body, my mind, my will, my emotions may have acted like that. I'm not passing up the responsibility. What I'm trying to tell you is that has never been my identity. That has been the falsehood. That has been the counterfeit life that I've lived. But it's never been me because I am born from above. See what I mean? I talk yes. <laughs> Very powerful words. Very powerful words. And, and it is. And, you know, as, as you're talking, there's just so many thoughts. It's like trying to like, okay, which one do I go with? <laughs> but with everything Jesus did, how dare I? How dare I? fall into the traps of the enemy. How dare I believe those lies? You know, when, when I think about it from a, uh, not a biological parent, but when I see that I'm protecting a child and they turn around and do the same thing, it's like, what, what, did I just waste my time with you? It's like, what, what, what is this? We just had this conversation and you turn around and do the exact same thing? Mm -hmm. you know and and it's like I, I think about that it's like what it's like he did all of that and I choose to believe some lies no no more no more and I love these conversations because these are the conversations that allow me to just really shift and not mm -hmm. go back there's That's some it. you know some backsliding that'll happen every so often and it's, but but that focus and that moving forward and that not stopping, and it's like, no, that's a lie. I will not believe that. That's not what my mm -hmm. father said. Mm -hmm. And to really take that on and live it, it it's, it's, um, it's unfamiliar when we've been used to living lies, when we're used to like falling into those excuses of like, oh, well, it always happens like that. Oh, every time I get into the trade, it immediately goes against me. Oh, every time this, that happens. It's like, no, that's not, it's not the, the conversation. That's not the reality. It's not what God right. said. Mm -hmm. And he's not a liar. And my apostle isn't a liar. And you're not a liar. And other people that have, that have spoken over me, it's like, they're not liars. So it's like, I... It's like cha changing, declaring, and fully believing what God said without these lies, without the filter of the past, right? Without the, without the filters of like, oh, 
Well, no, it's like my God can make anything happen. My God can put money in my account. My God yep. can have things happen. Why am I limiting to like, I, I, I do this for a living or I do that? It's like, no. I walk in what God has told me to walk and everything else is taken care of. Mm-hmm. And it becomes fun. It becomes fun to, or at least for me, it's been fun to like, well, <laughs> I don't encourage it. <laughs> but if, if I, you know, like the, la- the last, where one of the last surgery bills was for $3,300. And that could easily go into panic. I was like, oh, I don't want to spend money on this. It's like, I don't want to, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, I can go into down that. And it's like, no, it's like, I, I didn't do that. It's like, okay, here's this bill. This is what needs to be paid. God, it's in your hands. How would you like yeah. to do this? How would you like to surprise me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And changing exactly. the narrative to asking better questions versus the victimization. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, just when I paid off my credit cards, now this happened. Or just when this happened, there was a car accident. Just when this, my car did. And just when this, that happened. Or yeah. just just when I was saving for this, uh, the, the, the fans went out in the in the rooms. Or, or It's like, no. I know those narratives have got to stop. Those are not kingdom narratives. They're not. They're those are not, not kingdom conversations. You know, they're not. And part of the plan, you know, I, I read an article recently where the woman of God said, she said, I used to panic all the time. It's like, well, if I buy this and so, it's going to take almost all the money I have. And then it hit her. Well, but it's the plan for the money to be spent. Because the Lord told her what he wanted her to do. And she's looking at what she had in her hand, feeling like, but if I give all of this, then I have nothing left. And he's looking at it like, you give all of that into what I gave you and you'll have more than you had. Because it's not, you know, it may not be liquid assets, but but there's more liquid to be found. Okay. And so what she did, she said, not irresponsible spending, but spending according to the plan. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you have an X amount of dollars. And on one side of it, it would be just great to go in and do everything that you want to do with and, and just say, handle it, you know, all of the rest. But he's like, but this was given into your hands specifically to take care of those things. Yeah, but after I finish taking care of them, I have nothing. It's like, no, you have more. Why more? Because after you take care of those things, those um, debts, have just started to reduce. So you have actually more uh, liquid assets or more available than you had before. You have more on your credit score if you care about things like that, which is is a good thing to do, okay? You have more flexibility in order to be able to do things. You have more breathing room. What you don't have in your hand took care of things that were coming against you. You see, you no longer have those over your back or or behind you or breathing down your neck anymore. You have more space to breathe, but you're not measuring it properly. That's why he said, pay attention to how you hear, how you see things, how you think, and how you measure. The same measure, you measure from a mindset of lack, then you're measuring from the mindset of the world. And, and, you know, we say... um, Oh yeah, let the different mindset. It's like no the the mind of Christ. 
Let's call the mindset what it is. It's not another one. It's that one. The one that was assigned to us that actually is what works in us to change the things around us. Because it was the mindset of Christ that fed a multitude with fish and bread, a few loaves of fish and a few a, a few pieces uh, a, a few pieces of bread. It was the mindset of Christ that enabled a, a man to walk on water. It was the mindset of Christ that delivered a man that had been tormented by demons. It was the mindset of Christ, you see, that turned water into wine. It was the mindset of the Christ that was able to step forward in the face of, uh, of all of the pressures of society and keep on walking. It was always the mindset of Christ. So it's not just any mind, it's let this mind be in you and no other. It is an intolerance yeah. of anything that's going, every other mindset has diminished capacity. Only the mind of Christ has the more. I'm loving how he's doing this because I told you the only thing I had was we're gonna talk about more. But only the mind of Christ can expand your horizon, can, can enhance and clarify your vision. No other mindset will do because that's the one that has you talking from the place of, of, of wealth and talking from the place of supply and plenty as opposed to, oh, my gosh, that's going to be too much. He's the one that looks down from the mountain. He never looks up the mountain going, I don't know how we're going to be able to get it. Hey, Chris, you know how we're going to. He, that's not what he does. I mean, let's think about this for a minute. We have a tendency to live from a scarcity mindset, which means there's never enough. And yet his name is more than enough. All right. So there already you got this dichotomy. You got this or this, this imbalance of, of understanding. You belong to the one whose name is more than enough, but you keep talking for the one that's not never enough. Man. That has to stop. And only we have the power to stop it. God doesn't stop that. That's where your kingdom authority, that's where your dominion power, my dominion power, that's where that comes in. This ends now. You see, when we are authorized by the kingdom of God to say that, only his mindset has the, again, let's look 137. Only his mindset says with God, all things are possible. And we go, well, I sure hope so. No, see, this is, that's not hope. Hope is not true. It's not, it's not kingdom hope. Kingdom hope is expectation for what he said. But what you or I, in those cases, we're walking around in is we're walking around with fingers and toes and eyes all crossed, you know, in hopes that something will happen. No, that's not going to. That's You may as well say you're using wishcraft. You're wishing for things, but you're not expecting the things, nor are you positioned in your mind for those things to be. And so when he says, call Abraham, Romans 4, that how Abraham called those things which be not as though they really, as though they already were, we really don't, um, won't see what we need to see until we see it from the finished place, the finished works, if I'm making any sense. And I'll let you interject, Crystal, before I go on, because there's a little more I want to see. Okay. I just... I didn't hear the whole full thing, but I just wanted to kind of ask a question because I'm walking through this thing, um, I believe, with, with the Lord. And he is showing me how he really perfects everything that concerns me. I mean, I'm just asking. I'm not like all wigged out. But what I what I what I'm seeing, almost seeing myself outside of myself and saying, OK, Lord, um, it's like one thing after another. OK, this is needed. 
but I'm not going to panic because I already knew you knew this. I was going to need this. So show me where you're going to, where the revenue or wherever it, what I need is going to come from. And he has just been walking even down to, like I said, I was talking about the breaks, right? Um, just going through the thing with my car, the oil change and going to the dealer. And they told me, I mean, this is um, to me amazing that I'm at, well, let me start over. I went to the dealer. They told me, okay, oh yeah, you need brakes. And we think you, we, we believe you need rotors too. So that would have been like just for the front rotors, not for both front and back, just for the front and the brakes. So that would have been 700 and I think $749. But if it if I chose not to get the rotors, it would have been $369 just for the front brakes. Well, two days prior to this appointment, I was driving and I, I was just talking to the Lord. And I said, hmm, I, I hear, I, I, I know that I need brakes, Lord. How do you want me to go about this? Right? And then um, and as soon as I felt a little panicky, I just started to pray in the spirit. I said, no, I'm not going to walk in that. I'm, and I just started praying. And then I would just go on about my day to do different things. I pull into the gas station on the way back from, um, I think I went to an, the other city and I pull into the gas station. And as I'm sitting there, I look at my car and just knowing check your oil. I saw the little light, but I, the light always comes on. But I just knew, check the oil. And I said, okay. So I get out the car, I go, and I'm, and i and it was so, to me, I was like, I guess this is my girl crush. I go to my um, back, I pull up the thing. I've got my oil there, I got my little gloves, and I got the little oil thing. And to me, that's like, ooh, <laughs> I've got everything together, right? Because there was a time that I'd have any of that. But I open up the lid and I put my little gloves on, <clears throat> opened it up, you know. And the only thing was, oh, I had to remember, do I put the oil in when the car is running or when it's not? And I said, oh, shucks. So I Googled it and Google told me, but I wanted to be sure because sometimes you look on Google, they don't tell you the truth, right? So I asked the gentleman and he says, no, no, you put it on when the engine's off. I said, okay, thank you. So I put it in. And then as I was finishing up, I closed it out. Well, there was a man that walked past me when I first did it. He just looked and I looked at him and we, I went about my business. He went about his. On the way back, he stopped and he said, I saw you um, putting oil in your car. I just stopped to say, to just find out if everything is okay. I said, no, everything is fine. I looked and I didn't have oil. I, you know, I just checked to see if I needed oil and I needed oil. I said, but tomorrow I'm going to go get it, my oil changed anyway. He says, good, because you want to make sure you have oil in your car. And I don't have no idea. But I said, wow, you know about cars? He goes, oh, yeah, I sell cars. I said, oh, you do? Well, where, you have a card, right? And not that I'm in a market for a card, but these things came out of my mouth, right? Not even thinking. He goes, you know what? I don't have any cards on me. I said, well, do you have a mechanic? <laughs> he goes, actually, I do. And I have a mechanic that will come to your house and fix, you know, whatever that you need. I said, really? I said, does he do? Well, does he do breaks? You know, and um, we just got into this conversation. It was just a wholesome clean conversation. He is a wife. It was just about business. You know what I mean? And he says to me, um, well, he said, you should make sure that you get the front and the back done at the same time. Right. And I said, okay. He said, matter of fact, he, he says, call me. He gave me his number. I called him. He 
put his, his number in my phone, got his phone. I got, I start driving. And so he calls me back. He says, okay, I have a guy. He told me, he said, he will come to your house and he'll put the brakes on. And, um, and so that was it. I go to the dealer, long story short, I go to the dealer, but this whole time God is walking me through this. I don't know what's coming next. You understand? And I'm just like, going about my business, but I know I need to do this. And even today I went to lunch. I said, Lord, I'm going to go to lunch and I'm just going to spend time with you by myself. And I had the, I had the picture of what I was going to do while they're looking at the car. Right. And I'm sitting at the table and I'm reading the book. Um, and I'm talking to Holy spirit, having a lunch with him. It was, this is amazing to me, you know, and I, and I believe this is the way, cause I wanted to see the kingdom and I believe I'm, I'm beginning to walk in that every day with him. And I see him unfolding and doing, and it's not, I'm not worried. I don't, I'm like, it, I did get a little bit overwhelmed. So I had to come and collect myself. And I just sat and I said, Lord, I just need you right now. And I needed his presence so that I don't let things, you know, bombard my heart. And that's just what I did. And so I just calmed myself down, but everything that I needed was right there. There were other things going on also, but he, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And so I'm asking the question because I, I, I heard you talking about the more and um, you, you talked also about, um, I want to make sure I heard that right. Uh, you were talking about the truly walking in the kingdom life. And I believe that this is what I'm, I'm experiencing. So I just, as somebody that I know is there walking in it, I'm not saying you're all the way there, but I'm saying that I know you are walking in it. So just from um, your experience and what I just, I'm experiencing now, just, I just want your feedback on that. I love it. I think that you're walking, holding hands with them. Mm -hmm. I think it's a conversation. You're learning your father. You know, you're learning the distinction between which is which. Are you walking with Christ right now? Are you walking with Holy Spirit? Are you walking with the Father? You're building the father-daughter relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking, you said, I want to go and have lunch. And you go and you're sitting and you're like, wow, I feel anxious. So you use his methods mm -hmm. to get rid of the anxiety. See, so that's obedience. That's putting the kingdom in front of all of the other things you decided you did a Matthew 6:33 when you felt the anxiety when you felt how is this going to be paid for or sochi like you were saying uh, with thing with your house it's like wow i just got this taken care of and this got taken care of and now this and when you felt it what you decided is i reject that mm -hmm. the bible says to submit yourself to god and resist the devil that's what you did you said mm -hmm. you know what i don't actually like feeling bombarded. That's right. I don't like the pressure. I, you know why? Can I just say it as I'll be cute about it, but, but there's a real powerful, because little princess, it's not for you to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Your father is the king. And in the everyday things of your mortal existence, you're still spirit. And so what we've learning is that because when your kingdom you want to live from the spirit. You don't want to live from the flesh because we don't like it. Mm -hmm. It's not what we were born to do. That's the, that's the distinction 
to me of saying this is the difference between being the you that you're not and being who you are. The flesh life apart from separated from God is the counterfeit life. Thank you. It is not because it's not our identity. We're mm -hmm. not flesh and blood first. First and foremost, we're spirit. Yes. We live in these flesh and blood houses. And and the mind, the will, and the emotions are what we have that, that connect our thoughts and, and, and our motor skills and all, you know, all these different things, aspects of working in conjunction, but it's not your identity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your mind is not your identity. Your spirit is your identity. And so this, how can you be in earth as in heaven or on earth as in heaven, except that you get everything from heaven, which is the spirit realm, which also abides in you. How does heaven live in us? How does the kingdom live in us? Because we're spirit and so is the kingdom. It's the spirit realm mm -hmm. from which everything else is ruled. So to me, it, it sounds like, yeah, that's the way you do it. You go and you talk to him. And it's mm -hmm. like, I'm going to go have a spirit to spirit co uh, conversation before I have. And then I, my spirit will tell my flesh and blood, will tell my mind, my, my will and emotions how to handle. And I think if you want to use a biblical principle, you went fishing and the first <laughs> fish you found, you took the coin. But mm -hmm. you continued on and enjoyed yourself in his presence. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus gave Peter permission to go fish. Peter didn't fish for a living anymore. So he wasn't fishing to make money. And yet he went fishing and got money. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so. That Isn't is awesome? so awesome. Yes, that is. So he's no longer using the skills to make money. Mm -hmm. Now he was using the skills to create wealth sources and resources and take care of all of the, the natural kind of things from the supernatural realm. That's what happened. He paid the natural stuff from mm -hmm. the supernatural realm. If he had told you, go get that purse that you have in the closet, you know, mm -hmm. that you last time you used it was when you were on vacation last year. And you go, oh my gosh, that's right. I have a gift card. I forgot all about it. Mm -hmm. I've done that. I have found 120, I, I found an envelope just about um, maybe a couple months ago and it had a card in it and I pulled the card out and $85 in cash in there. I was like, what? You know what I did? I put it back. And I said, well, I know I have $85 I'll use when I go on vacation. I took it out when I went on vacation. I didn't use it. I, I knew it was there. Once it was in my conscious mind, I always know I got $85. But you know what? I treated that $85 like, I, like it wasn't even there because it was now designated for vacation. And so I spent it happily when I was on vacation, but while I was home, this came up, oh, you could, you could use some, you got $85. No, I don't. Not for that, not that, not that $85. That's not for that, that has, it's been assigned a role. And so that's the only place that it could be spent was while I was on vacation or going through the airport or whatever it was that I wanted to do with it because there's more than enough. Yes. And this is where the scarcity mentality, this is all I have. It's like, it's all I have towards this at the moment. It's not all you have. It can't, it can't be all you have because the Bible, it, it, okay. This is all I have is in direct contradiction to all things are yours to richly enjoy. 
We <laughs> right. in the earth. We've you've heard me say this before. People go, oh wow, they're really rich. How come? Because they've got a hundred million dollars. I mean, they're really doing it. They have a hundred million dollars. They they are really rich. It's like no, they're not. You just told me what the cap is on their wealth. Mm-hmm. They have a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but they can buy anything. If they wanted to put a satellite up and and they're told it's five hundred million, they can't afford it. That's right. And the awesome so no. part. Is- Oh, uh-huh. sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. I said the awesome part too. It wasn't just financial. It was logistics. Things it's I needed amazing. done, you know, and then my daughter showing up so she could handle certain things. Had no right. idea she was coming by. I mean, just he took care of every single thing. But that's what he said he does. Yes. But as you're walking through that experience. No, it's not fun as you watch it walking through it. It's okay. It's oh, and. and- through that and because you see we have to stop marveling over him doing what he said he would do okay that's the more he's like i want to do more i don't want to be limited by your limitations of me i want to do more that's why i want you to ask for more and i don't mean more more this more that you know like pile it on my plate that's not what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. means let's go further the more is let's go further yes let's let's go more in depth with this let me spend more of the time with you with me listening instead of asking and then give me the questions to, so she said this earlier give me the questions to ask you because when i, I start asking you what you that. want me to ask then you're going to give me the answers that you want to give me that you've been it's almost like he said i've been living to give you this i've been waiting for you to come to this place where you would want to know, where you want to mark 411. To you, mm-hmm. it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to those that are outside of it, all, everything comes in parables. But it's been given to you. I've been waiting for you. I, I'm excited about you wanting more of un- the understanding to unfolding you. It's, mm-hmm. You see, because we have it all, but it's not all there. It's not all unwrapped it's not all revealed it's not all unfurled but there could be more of it i can enlarge your capacity to to hear from me once you get past the the petty stuff i remember hearing a man talk about well you know we needed this for the, uh, the church and we needed this and we needed that and we need the other he says so of course we got together and we the lord for it he and then went on and of course he did it but <laughs> in the meantime we were doing more of this because we already know that need is met. Yeah, but he, no, see, that's just it. There comes a day when you decide that you don't want to worry anymore. There comes a day that we decide I'm divorcing that and it's mm-hmm. going to be under my feet now. And it's yeah. never going to return because it's not what I do. Jesus did not worry. See, I, I say things like this or others say things, like, our apostle says things like this and people think, oh, that's an impossibility. It's like, no, I Luke 137. <laughs> Do you see what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. What? I Luke 137. <laughs> I wish you would. Sp- I just spoke in parables. You go look it up. Mm-hmm. I believe with God all things are possible. Yes. That is no longer for me a debate. It's no longer a question. And so once that starts to settle on the inside of us, then it gets challenged. 
mm-hmm. by the sickness, by the disease, by the lack, by the excessive bill, by the Internal Revenue Service, by all of these, it gets challenged. And we go, oh, okay, I just thought, I thought it was over. I thought, I thought, I thought. It's like, no, that's not. Did you say that you thought? Yes. Here's my <laughs> cute little thing getting in, your, in yours now. Did you say that you thought? Yeah. Whose mind were you using? Woo! Mm. With whose mind are you thinking about your life? With whose mind are you thinking about your finances? With whose mind are you thinking about your relationships? With whose mind? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm only human. No, I don't know that. I know that that's how you act, but not according to what God said. Well, there's a question out there for you. I'm going to pull it in from Latasha. Mm-hmm. Did I have to practice this or was it a revelation you received and understanding this truth came and you did it? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes this, to all of that. Did I have to practice this? Practice is, I think, I think that's a good, good analogy, but I'm going to say it this way. I decided. I had to just make up my mind. Most of what we do, we live um, halted between two decisions. Well, if I can see it, it's God. If I have a guarantee, it's God. If I don't, maybe not. You know, I'm traveling next week. And because of the time my plane is getting in, I'm, there's no car deal, no car rental places that are open. I'm getting in after midnight. And they all close it at midnight. You know, 11 o'clock, 9 o'clock, the shuttles, everything. So I was like, well, okay. You know, you're praying and you're looking at it. Say, like, how am I going to do this? Well, I was going to stay over here, but based on this, I'm not. Okay, so I need to move the hotel. So I've been canceling hotels, and I finally got like, which one? And I saw one, I booked it, and then I thought, no, I'm going to do this one. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, this one has a kitchen. You're going to stay over here. So, <laughs> so I didn't change the reservation because it's like, why are you just like, ah, you know what, Lord? I'm okay. You're leading me. Let's. I'll just go with it. And so I started asking certain questions. And I started getting the answers. So then it was like, well, you could take Uber or Lyft. I said, those are strangers. I am not going to call a stranger to pick me up at one o'clock in the morning at an airport. That ain't happening. You know, so I, for me, I'm yellow cab, yellow cab, yellow cab. Well, first, you know, call the hotel, call the concierge because I'm, I'm that person. What do you offer? What do you have? Um, I'm booking a room for a night in which I'm not even going to be there for the night. I'll come the next day, but I'm not going to sit in your lobby until like one o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm coming in early. You know, these are things you do. And then it was like, well, yeah, but that costs too much. This is the thought that tries to come because it's going to cost X amount for this next month. I'm not going to be that cheap with my life. Mm-hmm. Let's get this straight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can save money if you do. You mean sit on a bench outside? Oh, I don't think so. Well, you can try to do this because that would only cost this. Uh, I'm not cheap with my life. Now, where did that come from? Because it was a time. Mm, let me see. Now, that'd be tw- that's $20 more. I could save $20 here. I could do, I actually had all that. Okay? But it was like, if my father can afford it, then what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And at first, I, 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 Natasha, Latasha, I misused that. I was like, well, I guess I can go on every shopping spree I want. <laughs> I can do this. Let's see, you didn't pay a single bill. Oh, is that what I was supposed to do with that? <laughs> That's what you were supposed to do with that. You have to give the money the assignment and you have to follow through in integrity. Um, my friend here says I have integrity. Well, I sure didn't. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The thing is, is that love when he speaks, you just break. I'm so sorry. I'm just terrible. Because acceptance has been released to us. Mm. And we still use the devil's words. And it's like, why are you using Satan's words to describe what God created? Mm-hmm. And that includes, okay, well, I made a mess in, in this part of my life. Yes, you did. But if we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Why? Because his name is righteousness. John 15 is telling you, my father prunes the branches that are not of me in me and that means anything in you and you are in me it has to go if it's not of me if it's not of the father the father calls for it to go he prunes it he causes for it to burn he calls for it to be destroyed but he doesn't destroy you he destroys the branches the things that were trying to hold you down the things that were trying to keep you and block you the things that were dead in you that were not of him but he doesn't say well he's going to throw you in the fire it's not what it says. And everybody's looking for all the scriptures to condemn themselves. When that's not what he said at all. Grace, grace, grace is not anything goes. You can do whatever you want to and just live in any sinful life you want and God will forgive you. That is just really suicidal, I think. No, mm-hmm. grace is I've given you my power, my words, my ability, my my spirit, myself to help you to overcome. I've given you the key. I have a, the plan and I will bring you through it. The, there's a plan for you financially there. And, and what you're talking about, Chris, what you're talking about, uh, Sochi and Latasha, what you're asking is, is there a plan to get me out of this mess? Yes, mm-hmm. there is. The yes. plan is the plan that causes you to be exalted and to walk in the power of the kingdom. And therefore part of it was to extricate you from what he didn't put you in. Otherwise, how would you ever fulfill it? His deliverance is a part of the plan to take you out of the places, translate you out of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love. And once we start seeing that, what do we do? I say, I've got grace to overcome, not grace to stay in it. I've got grace to get out of it. He Mm -hmm. is my way of it. And that's how I started to believe. I believe this with you can't tell me that his love does not rescue me. Mm. I'll call you to your face a bald faced, ignorant liar. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You put slap any label on your head you want to. You tell me he does not love me and he wants me to stay in this mess to teach me something. I tell you, you don't know who he is. I ask you who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Because he'll teach me on the way out. You see, if he can put lions to sleep for Daniel, he's not going to tell him, wake up, Lanzine just showed up. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I want to tell you something. My mother today, I talked to her today, and she said, when she watched Monday night, she said, thanks to Pastor Lanzine, I could get no rest. <laughs> she said, sleep. I was so fired up. She said, I did not sleep. And she said, then after that went off, I went into the Saturday book club. Oh my God. This is my mother testifying on the phone today. She says, oh, it was awesome. So I'm just letting you know that you don't realize how much you give. You do. And I know it's the gift that God's placed in you. But it's even the more, even if you see the post that I put out there about your birthday today, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just thought, oh, this is so her, because even it's your birthday and you still give. You know what I mean? I I just. It's just amazing. We're so blessed. Yeah. We're so blessed to have you in our life. And um, man, I, I'm not gonna cry, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. We, you know, we've come, we've come a long, long way. I've known you what? Gosh, almost twenty. A long time. Okay, we won't see how many years. <laughs> I'm 39 now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well then, I know I'm 36 because I'm younger. I'm 39 in my born again years now. <laughs> um, but the thing is, it's just that the gift, the of giving that God really and actually you accepted it because you it was your decision. You you didn't have to, but you did. But it, and it blesses all of us. So I hope you, even though you might think, oh, I want to be her. You are her. And I see it every day. I, well, put it this, not every day. That's exaggeration because I don't see you every day. But every time I see you and I've seen the the love of God in your face, I've seen him glow through your face where I almost went, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> because it was him. You know, and I'm like, wow, Lord. I think I, was I think I was talking to Natasha today and I was telling her that, gosh, I see God's love. I see the difference in her that... You know, because we've known each other, that God allowed me to see. And I'm like, wow, Lord, it's an awesome, awesome thing. So just keep going because we need you. We do. Thank you. So Chief, the body of Christ needs you. Yes. <laughs> Telling you. But we get to have you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, not, I love everything Crystal has said about you. I have some, I, I, I love you. And and one one of the areas that I'm still like my mouth will drop <clears throat> is when you start praying for us. Yes. When you know there's something on us that's not supposed to be with us and you nail it and you speak to it and it's like, ooh, they better get out. <laughs> they better get out. <laughs> put this up here because these are so true. I just want you to feel. <laughs> yes, they better stay out because once you once you start praying, it's like they better flee and stay mm -hmm. out because you are you no joke. That's, that's fun. Uh, it's like you touched one of mine. Yes, mm -hmm. gotta die. Yours. That's really what happens in the spirit. I feel like like the Lord is saying, "You touched one of mine. You you mm -hmm. just ended your. You, you're done." You're done. Mm -hmm. you, you touch what belongs to me. You know, that's a, it's his heart. I, I, I thank you for what you're, you're saying. It's it's his heart. And it has come a long way from being a pastor. It's like, do I have to like those people? <laughs> so what are we doing with this? If we want to sum it up, we're going to give him more. Yes. He wants more. He wants he wants to more to do more. He wants to expand it out. And yeah, I see what Nicole said. Yeah, question those thoughts. It's like, where is is this the mind of Christ? Am I actually working? Is the mind of Christ working through me? Use this one on your physical body. It's like I said, you maintain your health. You don't try to get it. Yes teacher tina exactly you use you you take 
how about we live in maintenance, maintaining, re, uh, you know, um, occupying until I come is, 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 is the basically way of saying that this, this temple is his. And so we occupy. He and stop trying to get to someplace that in the finished realm we already are and just live from there. Now there's more to it. I got we will break it down. We will come into more of what that is talking about. Because I know that I can say things sometimes and I sound like uh, Yoda sounds like me. I don't sound like Yoda. But, you know, we speak in parables. I don't mean to. But I do notice that the more you understand, the more you can sound like what? You know, to, to individuals. But I'm getting this. I'm telling you, I sit in this chair and in the early morning, I hear him talking to me. And I start, He's. it's like he's saying, this is where you differ from me. And it's Jesus talking. And he's saying, here's what I did. And this is what you do. And can you see the difference between why you get these results and why I got these results? It's like, yeah, I can. So it's like, so basically without, it, it's not, he doesn't even ask me anything else at that moment. It's like, he sits there and smiles at me. I go, yeah, I'm going to change <laughs> here. Let's just get rid of this because this is not working. And I've mm -hmm. been very not okay with that. This will work. Now, in the moment that I have an understanding of what he's talking about, I am over here still. And so when I get that understanding, I've come to here. I'm not yet here. And what I have to do is join with him in all of it. Uh, I think uh, Sochi, one of you, uh, a couple of you said that you were giving yourself the gift of trust. Sochi, you said you were going to give yourself time with him and stuff. But I think, Chris, you also said trust. That was one of the things we talked about on Monday. And Latasha, I know, said, I believe was another one that said trust. And I don't know what the rest of you are doing, but I'll tell you this. What we're talking about is that the gift, I said that for my birthday this year, I was going to give myself a, one of the gifts that God has for me. I was going to give myself the gift of love. And what that meant was that same prayer, surprise me, Lord, and surprise my friends and let your love come. And I'm going to let myself be an example that I'm going to actually give it place. It was first, it was just words. But what happened is the word started to build a place, to create a place to to be planted. And now it's not just words, it's desire. And it's the desire that that is not of me, but it's the Lord's desire for me and in me. And so he's like, I want you to what is it? John 15, nine in the Passion Translation. You must remain in life union with me. And you must allow or continually allow my love to be or to nourish your heart. And that just called to me. And so it's like, okay, then nourish my heart. And all of these words, all of these different passages, they all work together. It's it's not something that I, you know, I, I speak them fast because that's how fast they come. I can just see them all just fitting into place saying, here, we've created a place for you. And so that's the gift. My, another one of my friends, they said they were going to do trust and they're going to trust. And we were all saying the same thing. We're talking about different facets. This is a smaller ring that I usually wear, but there's more than one facet to the ring. And what we're talking about is from a different perspective mm -hmm. that we're going to let another area of his love or another part of his heart expression or another part of his dream for us that we're going to allow ourselves to be gifted 
with those words, letting that word abide in us richly. That's what we're doing with Colossians 3.16 it. Okay. But for us, we are, first of all, Luke 1.37. You read that. Read it in the Amplified. It's pretty powerful. Amplified classic. Let um, You are saying that with God, all things are possible. That is my belief. Then, so you can't get me off of that. So my financial things, the the mountains of this little, with God, all things are possible. Yes, but nobody has ever come back from this, but with God, all things are possible. No, nobody has ever awakened from this, with God, all things are possible. The young man that has been fixing Crystal's car tonight with the mom with the, uh, uh, stage three cancer, and the doctor yeah. says this, 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 that, but with God, all things are possible. And that mm -hmm. sickness must occur now in the name of Jesus and all of the worry and all of the care and all of the other things, they cannot stand against what God has already said. With yeah. God, it is possible for everything to be turned around. And so we release the love of God into that circumstance now yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. And so those are the things that we start looking at and we just say, okay, I am taking this as the truth. It's not, God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Shut up. <laughs> Can I just tell you that? Stop it. Because that's a cute saying. In fact, I was in a good Baptist choir and we said, God said it. That settles it. Okay. And no, and we live the most trashy lives you ever saw in your life. So stop mm -hmm. that. Just simply do Luke 1 38. I submit to that word. Do yeah. Matthew 6, um, I think it's 9, I don't even recall. Your kingdom come, your will be done, maybe verse 10. Um, your kingdom come, your will be done. That's Luke 1, 38. Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. I submit to what you say. Be it unto me as you have spoken. God, with God, all things are possible. Be it unto me as you said. I believe this. With God, all things are possible. Girl, did you hear this? Is it? With God, all things are possible. I wish you quit saying that. I know you do, but I don't care. With God, all things are possible. That's Psalm 138, verse 8. The Lord perfects the things that concern me, and he never forsakes the works of his hands. With God, all things are possible. Yes, but nobody ever comes back from that. Yeah, but with God, all things are possible. I'm going to challenge your challenge. I'm going to step up. I mean, you make it a game. I challenge that challenge. <laughs> I challenge that challenge. You said this is, I don't play cards, but I know this is the same attitude. I laid this one down. With God, all things are possible. What you got? Trumpet. Cool. You can't. Whoop. You can't. Mm -mm. And that's the point. And that's what we do. That's how we are going to live. So we're challenging you to challenge, exhorting each of us. Let's challenge it this week. Challenge yeah. the, the sickness. Challenge the the, the brokenness, challenge the, the unexpected debt, challenge the, I don't really want to travel, challenge the whatever you're feeling, challenge the bloatedness, challenge the whatever it is that's going that's on in your life. Yeah, challenge it. Challenge your, and I'm not saying get in the face of the, of, of the person and say, I challenge you. No, leave them alone. You challenge you. Yes. Love it, love it, we love it. We work internally. Let the kingdom come from and flow uh, flow out. That's my last words because I got lots more I could say. Friends, I'll leave it to you to, to uh, sum it up. Okay. Well, I'm just sick right now. I'm challenged. <laughs> it's, no, it's really good. This is just so powerful. And I am challenged to um, continue to walk in what I'm walking in and to um, really 
that the challenge the feelings against what his word says. And that's yes. it. And I just love that. Thank you. And see, that's another present for me on your birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I also accept the challenge to challenge. <laughs> to challenge We're going to have challenge. <laughs> okay. We're going to have some awesome testimonies. This time next week, I will actually just be getting, I will, I will be actually at the airport um, coming back from my um, trip to see my dad. So um, I won't be here. But the ministers, all of you that get together in that roundtable, uh, have your discussion, share. Give If y'all got testimonies, I'll be able to watch it probably from the airport. If, I, if my plane has landed, I'll be able to um, watch you all. Actually, I will be, yeah, I think I get in around seven or so. So um, if you've got testimonies mm -hmm. of what you challenged, what we're talking about is what word came up and got in there and using as, as our foundation with God, all things are possible. And there's other passages of scripture that say the same thing. I'm simply the one that he brought to my focus was Luke 137 and then submit to that. Okay. And so your testimonies of when this came against you or came against your thinking, whose mind am I thinking from? Or whose mind did those thoughts come from? And you will actually start learning to recognize when God is speaking through you and when somebody else is. You're starting to, to make the distinction between what is kingdom and what is not. Yes. This is how we we this is how it how it works. This is how it comes alive on the inside of us. And I I yes, I do walk kingdom and boy do I have a lot to learn, but I'm sold out to this. So that means that when we when it gets challenged. And I let it be. And I let myself submit to it. I didn't say I felt like it. I said, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. Kingdom is not about how you feel. It's what you do. Mm -hmm. We do what he says to do. Okay. Yes. And uh, it's Wednesday yes. night. So uh, astounding love folks, tithes and offerings and gifts of love and all that kind of stuff. Hey, peeps, thanks for spending my birthday with me. Um, I, I got a lot of Facebook responses and things that I have to just send that one big blanket thing out with a big kiss because it's a lot. I am so overwhelmed by the generosity. I'm overwhelmed by the love. And I, I mean, this has been one of the best days ever. Can I say it like a best day ever? I mean, it's been amazing. And I accomplished none of the stuff that I thought maybe I would. But I believe there are things that are being accomplished, not only within me, but within all of you, because that would be my prayer. And so I want to thank you too, Sochi and Crystal, uh, for taking of your time and hanging out with me today, because you're two of my favorite people, and you know this. I love you all so much. Um, I could cry over this. I can't describe it. And I don't, I, I all I can do, love, it, it's one of my favorite languages, you know, um, expressions of affection, but you mean you are the, the price you're worth the price to me. That's why it's like, I can look at you and go, what are you talking about? Because I'm just willing to take a deep breath and keep going. You're worth it to me. I want one of the greatest gifts I'm asking you for now, father, is that every single one of these amazing people has that, uh, crush breakthrough 
uh, situation happen, scenario, some of the things that you he's given us to pray about or whatever it is, but in every single one of your lives, whether you're live with us or you come back and watch this, I'm asking the Lord to gift me with what he desires for you that he gets to do something in all of your lives that he's been longing to do that. He says, daughter, I hear you asking me to have my pleasure in their lives. And that's what I'm asking the father to do. Have your pleasure, do something in Frederick and Latasha and Sochi and Crystal and Leslie and Tina and Nicole. And I don't know. And Carlita. And I, I actually don't even know whoever else uh, um, insert your own name there because I, I'm not doing roll call. But it, those that are part of Astounding Love, those are friends, those are part of Loving Unity, or wherever you happen to be, my biologicals, every person that I love, and that's more people than I know that I know, have your heart's desire and be able to gift each of them with something you have wanted them to have, Lord. Because that's going to be one of the best gifts you'll ever had. Ooh. And that's what I want to give you tonight. That's what I asked for. That would be one of the greatest birthday gifts I ever got, is that God can do what he wants to do for you, for my apostle, for all of you. Wow. And I received that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, on behalf of Apostle Edgar, oh yeah. Did I get my keto cake? No. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole, Kimberly. <laughs> no, we're not celebrating my birthday this week um, much because I'm leaving on Sunday. So when I get the keto cake, you will know it. Okay. Nicole makes an outstanding chocolate noun with coconut. And Kimberly Uh-oh. has found another cake that she's going to make. And I'm caked out. I'll, 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 I freeze it. I enjoy it and all that other stuff. And this time when I get birthday cake, I'm going to eat it. Not all of it. Not all of it at one time. I'm not going to do that. But Ooh, maybe in two weeks. It's coming next week. Amen. See what I'm saying? Amen. Tasha, if you want some, you better show up because I'll save it. Okay. <laughs> For anybody but me. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, don't end on that note, the keto cake. <laughs> Thank you, <Nicole. laughs> Thank you, everybody. I love you astoundingly we bless you uh with the love of god chris you got this for the thing um we love you um we receive the tithes offerings and all that thank you everybody for joining us tonight blessings to you and thank you for the birthday joy as well i love you all so much i'm I'm pastor Lindsay lee this is these are my friends crystal kip and sochi rodriguez and we like to hang out together and we're glad that y'all hung out with us too for this. Oh, one more thing. I do have to tell you next week, it is no longer known as Kingdom 101 Relationships. I don't know what the new name is yet, but I know it has speaks to kingdom life and it speaks to the shift. So enjoy um, the new as the ministers and the, 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 the brothers and sisters come together at, around the table to talk about how we live this kingdom thing of ours. So we'll see y'all. And that's my word. You cannot have that one. Okay. I love you. (laughs) Good night. Bye. Bye.